millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirts Breakaway. I'm here with Greg, and we're getting ready for the World Cup of Hockey along with the NFL this week. Greg, say hello. Hey, buddy. How hey, are you? Hey, bud. Doing well. New podcast art, new feelings around Blue Shirts Breakaway, getting ready for October. and this New, new recording space. I didn't have to go to a sound studio anymore. I'm in the comforts of my own home. And you still sound like a wonder to listen to. Now, we should say, it did take us a very long time to figure out how to set this all up, but we did it, and that's all that matters. Right, and none of, no one needs to know that, Greg, but we did it, and there's no reverb Look, left. I like, I like to pull back the curtain every now and then and let people experience this show with us. I'm and pretty sure all we do is talk show, about... know everything. I'm pretty sure all we do is talk about how much we fuck up on this show. So, um, listen, we've gotten a lot of fan mail this week. I want to just give a big shout-out to my boy Mikhail from Poland who donated $1.93, which was his last $2 in his PayPal account, and he got hit with a fee, I'm pretty sure, to Blue, <laughs> to, to, to Blue Shirts Breakaway. Want to just give him that shout-out. He's my boy. Um, and I also wanted to let you guys know that we just completed our first T-shirt run, uh, thanks to Nick at Empirical Designs. We're going to post them up this week on uh, probably on Twitter and our social media and on, on Facebook, which I'm pretty sure the Ding just went off on Facebook on my computer because I forgot to close it. What a great, what a great host. So that, that was just a reminder to like our Blue Shirts Breakaway page on Facebook. Plug. That was a plug. That was a nice plug. And you, you can see the shirts there. If you like the show and you want to like keep, you know, keep us around, uh, please consider buying a shirt. That's all I'll say. Yes. And uh, we'll make them easy for you to get. Let's put it that way. Yeah. We're, I'm going to try and set up a square, a square shop. Supposedly this is what the kids are doing these days. But huh. if not, you guys can always email us at blueshirtsbreakaway@gmail.com if you're interested. And then we'll square that all out. I believe we're going to sell them for 15 U.S. dollars. Will, yes. we, will we ship internationally? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't you know. might have to pay us an extra five bucks, but I'm sure we'll be able to do we'll, it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, great. Hi. Hey, man. You want to talk World Cup of Hockey with me? Let's talk a little World Cup of Hockey. Canada is stat. <laughs> I am so shocked that the two-time defending Olympic champion would have a really good hockey team. That. What are the odds of that? So, I doubt you and I are going to go into uh, the nitty-gritty of of the World Cup of Hockey this week. Uh, but we will probably talk a little bit more in depth with that next week with maybe a guest. 
Maybe uh, again. Let, let's let's knock on wood. What's let's a, cross okay. our fingers. I will not let's count my chickens. I will not count my goddamn chickens. But a, a, a long time request of a guest has, has asked us to come on and talk World Cup of Hockey. So we may do that next week. But you and I have talked off the pod about comparing the Olympics versus this World Cup of Hockey shenanigans. Right. So you have some thoughts. If you listen, if you listen to us, odds are you probably listen to a couple other hockey podcasts. Most notably Puck Soup, which is a podcast I listen to every week. It's lovely. It's great. It's Greg Wyshynski and Dave Lozo. They're fantastic. They know their hockey. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. They didn't ask for free publicity. So you're welcome. The whole purpose of the World Cup of Hockey, basically, from what I understand, um, from the people I listen to and the people I read, is the NHL is trying to find a way to monetize the product outside the season. They want to be a 12-month league, like the NBA has become, like the NFL has become, like baseball has become nhl wants in they want to be able to do this is it i think so i mean well i'm a nut i'm invested day in and day out i feel like baseball's like 10 months yeah well think about it so uh, that's another argument but i mean the two months baseball isn't baseball doesn't happen for three months basically november december and january but we're always talking about free agent signings and the hot stove league and all that stuff for baseball during those months that I really don't think baseball goes anywhere. You got the winter meetings, you got the GM meetings, you got a whole bunch of things that happen. That's neither here nor there. I think baseball's a 12-month sport. Okay, that's fair. I just uh, wanted to ask the question. But hockey wants in, right? Because what did we just do throughout I mean, you and I talked about it, but we're also weirdos. But for basically the entire month of August and well, half right. of J- J- July, nothing happens. We got hockey. really lucky. You know, we had the BC signing we had all these other Ranger signings that happened deep in August. So like you and I at the end of the season were like, "Hey man, like what the hell are we going to talk about this summer?" And yeah, we... when hockey when hockey ends after the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals, there's the draft, there's July 1st, and then it's usually nothing else. Now hockey wants to monetize their product because what what the hockey can't do with uh, Olympic gear is the NHL can't sell a Alexander Ovechkin Team Russia jersey that he wears in the Olympics, but they can sell an Alexander Ovechkin Team Russia jersey that plays in the World Cup of Hockey because the World Cup of Hockey is organized and run by the NHL and not the International Olympic Committee. So it's looking at that as a moneymaker. It's all going to be in North America. I think this year it's going to be out of Toronto, and I think the plan moving forward is to keep it in Toronto or at least keep it in hockey crazy areas in North America. Like I don't think we're going to see the games in Russia anytime soon or Sweden, even though that would be awesome for those two countries. I don't even think they get into New York at any point in the next 12 years. Uh, They might. I mean, again, as long as it's in North America, I can see it because the, the NHL wants North American fans watching this. They're not too worried. I think they understand that Swedish fans and Russian fans will probably stay up and watch these games, regardless of what time they are. But if these games are at one in the afternoon or nine in the morning because of the, the time change in Europe, American fans who have other things they could be watching aren't going to watch. They want to keep eyeballs on hockey, which is also why they partnered with ESPN to get this done, because they want as many eyeballs as possible on this product. By the way, it's but, not like what, ESPN is promoting the shit out of this. They're doing a terrible job. I've, Awful job. I've seen Awful nothing. Job. I saw one commercial about the World Cup of Hockey, I think, while I was watching hockey, uh, maybe a year ago. It was that, like, Patrick Kane fake interview commercial that was kind of annoying. 
and you saw it probably during uh, a Wednesday night rivalry game on NBCSN. Yeah, because the Rangers are on the, that a lot. Yeah, ESPN sucks. This is not news. Are you... ESPN is really? in bed with too many things for more money for them to give a whole lot of time to focus on the World Cup of Hockey. Do you remember, That's what, just the truth. Do you remember when SportsCenter was good? I do. Oh, God. It used to be so good, too. Oh, it used it to be perfect. Best. It was the best. It was. I would watch it like it would repeat. I would be home from like uh, from class and at college, and it would repeat in my room like five times. And I would. Be, that's but at the okay. same at the same time, that's a whole different other conversation as well. Just because the whole purpose of Sports Center was to give you highlights where you couldn't. I like you and I. We couldn't if we wanted to. Right. We, we've been fantasy sports players forever, right? That's, if, how, that's how I still um, know about football, even though I don't watch it. Yeah. If I wanted to see how Justin Verlander did for the Tigers in the mid two thousands. I didn't have highlights like I do now. I could go on Twitter. I could go on the team website. I can go hundreds of thousands of different places to find Justin Verlander highlights now. But in the mid-2000s, I had to watch SportsCenter. That's where I got my Verlander highlights. Now you can actually just watch a GIF of every single pitch Verlander threw. I could watch a condensed game in 10 minutes on the MLB at Bad App. That's amazing. Which, by the way, is fantastic. I did it for the first time this weekend because I missed the Met game on Saturday. The condensed... Wow, have we gotten off topic? Anyway, um, <laughs> so World you, Cup of Hockey, yeah, which is oh, what hockey, we came right. on this podcast right. to talk about. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so here's the thing for me, and this is what I wanted to focus on with you, and you and I talked about before we started recording. The World Cup of Hockey is here, not just well, it is here for the NHL to make money, but it's also here to try to get the NHL Players Association away from the idea of letting players leave midseason to play Olympic hockey. Specifically, the fact that the next two Winter Olympics are in Asia, which is not ideal for the viewing public. Uh, hockey games will be on over, like overnight in the possibilities of the wee hours of the morning. They're not going to be big deals in the countries that will be hosting them. Uh, I, like South Korea, I think, has... 2018 Beijing has 2022 it not great Bob what is that do you hear that no is there an alien outside okay anyway I'm going crazy again are you neither here nor there um the the locales these Olympics are in for the NHL are less than ideal and quite honestly the NHL is tired of taking two weeks off in the middle of their season to let their players go play in the Olympics and I, I can understand that from an NHL point of view. It's why Major League Baseball created their own World Baseball Classic instead of letting players play in the Olympics because it just didn't make any sense. It's why I think the reason why the NBA is okay with players playing in the Olympics is because it happens in their off season. It doesn't interrupt their preseason or regular season schedule whatsoever. But the NHL... It literally puts a stop on the season for two weeks. They don't play games. They don't call up players from the AHL. The season go on, goes on pause for two weeks. And the owners are tired of having the injury risk. They don't want their players going abroad to play highly competitive games for two weeks in the middle of their season, right around when the trade deadline is happening, and to have one of them possibly pull up with an injury. That's the last thing they want. And that I understand. However... And this is a big however, Ryan. I'm ready. This World Cup of Hockey will never replace the competitiveness and the atmosphere 
and the general interest that Olympic hockey brings to the international game. It's just not going to happen. I think you made a great point already by talking about, what is the baseball one called? The World Cup of Baseball? World Baseball Classic. World Baseball Classic. Who cares about that? Legit. Other than the you. Only, the only people who care about the World Baseball Classic are people like me who don't want their pitchers pitching in the World Baseball Classic. Right. And that's exactly how I feel about people playing in this. I like We're, we're going to talk about a few Rangers that are going to be playing in this. Like Right now we have JT Miller on Team North America, which is the 24 and under team. We have Derek Stepan on, on, on USA. Max on USA on the top line, and then Zooks on Europe, and then obviously uh, Hanks at his hometown. But, like, do you, if any of those people get injured, are you going to hate this World Cup? I am. Yeah, uh, and already Hank took a puck directly to the ribs, and he says he's going to play through the pain. And that's not what I want to hear uh, two months before the regular season starts. Hank is easily our most important player. I don't want him playing through anything. If he hurt his ribs, I want him in a sauna for the next two months just getting hot massages that's for I, I will help forever. i will personally help yeah right but the, my, <laughs> my thing is as the thing i don't i just think if you want to have a world cup of hockey i think you need to follow the soccer model which is don't make it can't be all-star teams that's not what i care about i don't care about all-star teams the stories that are the best in uh, either like Euro, like this year's Euro 2016 soccer, the greatest story was Iceland, Iceland this tiny ass best. country of 30, uh, 330,000 people that spent so much resources to create and find their best 20 players in soccer and make them play as one cohesive unit and a team. And they were fantastic. It was the best story of the summer for that tournament, and I think it brought in casual fans. I, that's what you need. I I don't care if there will be some lopsided games. Like, if you have Canada and a country like Denmark in the same group, well, Denmark, Denmark is Denmark's going in, to lose 12 uh, nothing. Right, well, that's they why there's a Team Europe. That, how boring is that? Team Europe. It's not fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I am actually really excited for Team North America. Team North America, I, I couldn't. I'm going to watch every single game. I'm all in. That's fun, but it's also fun because those are kids, right? and it's always interesting to see prospects go up in these high-leverage situations and what they're going to do, but team Europe, like team rest of Europe, because you wanted Matt Zuccarello and people from Switzerland who are good at hockey in this tournament, but their own country isn't that strong. That's what makes Olympic hockey so fun. The, two things make Olympic hockey so fun. One, it's the underdog stories. It's the small countries. It's can Norway get out of the group stage and shock someone behind Matt Zuccarello? That's a fun storyline. And the second, of course, are when you have an absence of the underdog, you have Canada-USA, USA-Russia, right. Canada-Russia. Those are three heavyweights that just throw haymakers at each other and then you have the whole time. The Czech and Republic. What this what this tournament feels like is just – it's all-star teams. And I already have all-star weekend. I don't need more all-star weekends. I, It's just not something that interests me. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch these games. I'm going to keep tabs on these games because I want to make sure my players are healthy. But when and if Team USA loses to Canada, I won't really care. It just doesn't do anything for me. In the Olympics, I remember in 2010, we were juniors at Marist. 
my entire house, not huge so hockey fans. I was a huge hockey fan. My uh, housemate Ryan Kiernan oh. was a huge hockey fan. But the rest of the house, kind of casual when it comes to hockey. We all took the day off from class to watch Canada USA, and we were not alone. I know of I many too. other houses that either came over to our house to watch or stayed home and got a couple beers and watched that game at their place. And that atmosphere was fantastic. It now, was. it helped that it was a great game. But I don't think that kind of atmosphere and excitement is going to be there for the World Cup of Hockey. It's just – it's not inherently – we have no investment in this. And I don't know if we ever will. Like maybe if enough of these happen, it will happen over time. And that's totally possible, especially if the NH this is the precursor to the NHL pulling out of the Olympics. But I just – the Olympic hockey is so much more fascinating to me than the World Cup of hockey. The World Cup of hockey just feels like an all-star game. I'm with you. Uh, with a lot of different teams and a lot of more players going. But Olympic hockey, there's just something special about it that it's hard to compare with, compete with when it comes to the hockey world. And I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it if the NHL doesn't let their players go to the I, Olympics anymore. And I think you're dead on, by the way. I think that's, gonna, that's what's going to happen. I think we might have one more Olympic hockey. By the way, I don't I'll, even I'll know, never, I don't, never I honestly don't even know if we will because I, – only because of the location of the next Olympics. It's like you weren't going to – there's no way the NHL was going to be able to put this into place when the Olympics are in Russia. Players no. are going to go play in Russia. Players don't necessarily want to go play in South Korea. That's not something they're looking forward to. When are these? So you, when is the NHL going to pull out, though? When are they going to be like, we're not sending people to the Olympics in, in South Korea? Well, I don't know if they necessarily have to pull out. I think there there are rumblings now that players on their own just don't want to go to South Korea. Um, and I think the World Cup of Hockey is helping nudge that conversation that, hey, look, play in this, don't worry about the Olympics, let the Olympics be – almost what it was back in the 80s and 70s where it's an amateur game. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really, when it comes down to it, it's just location. I don't think players want to take two weeks off to go to South Korea. I really think it's that simple. It's just the travel is, isn't great. It's in the middle of their season, and it's not going to get the same kind of attention from the locals that it had in Russia, where I think Olympic hockey was the crown jewel of the games. And the thing that sucks more is it's easy to we, – we're coming off a really fun and exciting Summer Olympics. So it, your nostalgia is raised because you're thinking about how awesome the Olympics are. The Winter Olympics suck. <laughs> There's no nice way to say it. The only things I give a shit about in the Winter Olympics, I love the hockey. Yep. Uh, I'm a speed skating nerd. I, like I always skating. get excited about speed skating. That's fun. Um. And I think, uh, oh, dude, if you miss the big one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you. I mean, it's it's curling. Yeah, my guy. It's curling. <laughs> it's curling. It's not even close. But then, like, I can dabble in bobsled. Like that would, that'll entertain me. Uh, I, I, I think the, um, the downhill skiing is fascinating. That's fun too. But it's it's most certainly not the same as the Summer Olympics. And I think you can go a whole day without having a fun event, but. The Olympic hockey is marvelous. It's the best part of the Winter Games. And if you're going to take that away from the Olympics, not only is it going to hurt the Olympics, I think it's going to hurt the hockey product. I think countries like Norway, 
Denmark, Switzerland, they want in on competitive hockey. They want to create competitive atmospheres for their youth programs to become great and produce the next great NHL talent. And I don't think the World Cup of Hockey is going to encourage that. Nope. I, I agree. And it's, so, a shame. it's a shame. There's two things here I, I wanted to remark, but I didn't want to cut you off because you, uh, you were in the zone there, my friend. I was, uh, I was riding high. You really were. I, uh, and I appreciate that as a co-host. Uh, you were saying before that we were when you were watching Team USA versus Canada, when that game went to overtime, I believe it ended, like, what, 20 seconds later? I will never forget when Crosby stole that puck and, and just won that face off and, and scored on us. We were so close to winning that game, and if we would have beat Canada, and this leads to my next point, all I want from this is someone to beat Canada. That's all I'm going to root for. The Canada team is so stacked, it's, it's ridiculous. The top line is Crosby, Tavares, and Taze. And Steven Stamkos is their second line center. Okay, sure. Like, like Joe Thornton's on their third line. Like, what do we... Oh, now, now, that wasn't actually their top line. Okay. It wasn't? On that one. I have, um, it, I have it as their top line being Crosby, Tavares, and Taze. No, I saw it today as Bergeron, Crosby, and... I'm, I'm blanking on the third guy. All right, well, I'm sure we'll get into uh, the, the actual nitty-gritty of this next week. Yeah, but uh, the, the, this isn't this isn't about us breaking down the individual teams. And yes, Canada is fantastic. But I got news for you: Canada is always fantastic at hockey. And if they're not fantastic at hockey, there's a problem. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, like their a... entire country would burn to the ground. But that my whole point Canada is, Canada not being good at hockey would be the U.S. equivalent of electing Donald Trump president. The t- very nice. The two things I want to watch from this is the North America team or the young kids, and I want to watch someone beat Canada. That's all I care about. And honestly, it might be the North America team that beats Canada because the majority of the North America team is Canadian. Yep. Shout out to JT with, Miller. With JT Miller. And Mac. No, Mac. Mac's on Team USA, bro. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, he's on USA with, with uh, yeah. Derek. You're right. Derek, Stepan and Mac are on Team USA. Miller is on Team North America. Zook is on the rest of Europe. And Hank is between the pipes for Sweden. Right. Where he's won a gold medal before. Yes, and that was a fantastic story. See, stuff like that, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to give a shit about this. I truly think – and I, half of that is the marketing has been just god-awful. Garbage. Like what are you it's doing? It's terrible. Spend some money. The casual fan has no idea it's coming up. The casual fan has no idea what channel it's going to be right, on. Right, you would, you would say that you and I are no hockey re- fans, right? Like we like hockey? Yeah. Did you – we didn't know when it was starting, did we? I still don't know when it's starting. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was starting this weekend. No. <laughs> Well, there you go. Exactly. I believe it starts um, starts next. It's week. just it, it's and it's oh god! It, it they are putting it on at the worst possible time. You can't put it up against the NFL. Oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. If you were going to have the World Cup of Hockey, let's be honest, you needed to have it in August, because August. Um, I mean, this August wouldn't have been great. First of all, don't do the World Cup of Hockey in a summer Olympic year. Step one: just do it next year. When you can own the year, yep. you don't need to go up against anything. You have to have it in August because August is the dog days of the baseball season where any avid baseball fan, they're exhausted from the first three months and trying to rev themselves back up for September. Uh, you don't have the NFL to go against. You don't have the NBA to go against. You don't have college football yet to go against. You could own the month of August if you wanted to, and you're the NHL. And it's enough time after the Stanley Cup playoffs where you don't feel like you're rushing players back. I'm with to you. Put it, to put it in the middle towards the end of September, it's just terrible marketing. It's the worst. You're going like, to be overshadowed by college football. You're going to be overshadowed by the NFL. The MLB playoff races 
are back up and in full swing, and they actually matter now. And the NBA preseason is going to start soon. Oh, and by the way, preseason NFL games outrank Stanley Cup final games. So well, that's because people are fucking ridiculous with I, the NFL. It's ridiculous, and I, I know we're going to get into the NFL. We're going to do. We're really going to go yes. over every team over under later. So, but uh, you, you and I agree. There's, there's no reason to wait until the middle of September to put this tournament on. No, no, no. Just Have start, it in August. Just start early August, like first week of August. Have it in August. You yeah. could own the month of August if you wanted to. That's four weeks that are just crying out for base for another sport to be on that isn't baseball. And as much as I love baseball. And when the Mets are good, I'm watching every night. But I would love to have something else I can watch afterwards or beforehand. Just don't make no I, sense, Greg. It, it don't make no damn sense, I don't Ryan. get it. I really don't get it. All right, let's talk about something that's actually really, really enjoyable. And amazing. The circle of life. Forget I did that. But um, so your boy, Ioannis Espinus, walks up to the song The Circle of Life. And you, uh, King. Uh, you, you have a hot take on this, I heard. Uh, it's not a hot take. It's just the it's most enjoyable. Take. It's the most enjoyable walk-up song that I've heard a player come up with in a very long time. And it, it begs the question, how come no one's done this before? It's amazing. And City Field is starting to pick up on it. When the first time Met fans heard it, we're like, what, what is this? What is happening? This is new. But it's now to a point where we're hearing it so often that, first of all, Whoever's on the PA at City Field, uh, props to you, buddy, because they just blast it. Do they? They go, they, they go full? They jack up the jams. And it's getting <laughs> to a point where the whole stadium is doing the whole, ah, yeah. it's, um, it's incredible. And I am, if the Mets make the playoffs, big if, I understand. That's a massive if. And even though things are looking up and I'm riding high right now, still a massive if, not ready to fully jump on that train. If the Mets are in the playoffs and – Everyone else in Savannah is going to be watching football, and then I'm going to be the drunk guy in the corner watching the Met game on my one TV, and I'm just going to belt that out. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, the fuck is that guy's problem? I'm like, fuck you. Cespedes is up, and magic is about to happen. That's amazing. Well, and not just, this is uh, – it's come out that Wilmer Flores has also changed his walk-up song. I know it, and I know the answer. Can I guess? Yes. He goes out to the Friends theme song. Yes, and Met fans, smart fuckers that Met fans are – Immediately, we everyone does the um, clapping patterns whenever <laughs> Flores comes up. Now, it's it's great, and yeah. apparently Flores is just a big fan of the show Friends. Yeah, he watches it's it all the time to learn all. English. That's what I read today. It's it's a that's a fantastic story, and I think everyone should read that story because you forget that these guys are coming over not knowing the language. They need to catch on to something. And Wilmer Flores, one of his teaching guides, the English language is Friends, which is just fantastic. That's how can you not root for Wilmer Flores? He cries oh, for the team, right. puts the team on his back, wants to be a Met for life, and he's a big fr- fan of the show Friends. And he's been great, okay great for your team. He's been all right. He's been great. He's, he, I think he's, uh, he's either at 20 homers or right near 20 homers. Your, your he whole kills team is dead, hand. though. Your team is dead. Oh, yeah. Everyone's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no Neil Walker. No, no Neil David Walker. Wright. Goodbye. No Matt Harvey. Nope. No, um, no Zach Wheeler. Didn't oh. even pitch this year. Who is that? Uh, I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, S- Steven Matz, his entire arm is falling off. Jacob DeGrom's got elbow problems now. But yet, uh, but yet Greg, broke, you're Lucas pitching. Lucas Duda broke his back. <laughs> oh, no, hold on. We're not done with the injuries. Okay, all right. Uh, Duda broke his back. Um, let's see. Who else? Justin Ruggiano, who was here for two weeks, died. Uh, <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> literally. Uh, is Cabrera's playing on one leg. Yoannis Cespedes has one quad. Uh, Jim Henderson had his shoulder explode, and he's never been the same since. And yet, 
as we talk right now, uh, I'm going to pull up the score in the, I believe the Cardinals won today. They were dominating last I they saw. Won, they won 10-4. They're, they're up 12-4. Okay. So the Mets are going to be, the Mets are a game behind the Cardinals, but most surprisingly, they're only a game and a half back of the fucking Giants. The Giants might realistically not make the playoffs. The Giants are in a huge tailspin right now. Big They've time. been the worst team in baseball since the All-Star break. That, and it's not close. That is, is That's crazy. shocking, really. What happened to even your magic? Oh, I don't know. They'll, well, it still might happen, Greg. All you need to do is make it. See, here's, so last week when we talked, I said put money on the Pirates to win the wild card, and the Pirates have promptly tanked. I think they've lost six in a row. Um, thank you, Pirates. <laughs> that was nice of you to do that for me. Awfully kind. Appreciate it. Anyway, this week, my mindset has changed. Well, even if the Mets make the wild card and overtake the Cardinals, we're either facing Mad Bum and the Giants, or if the Giants get hot and put the Dodgers back in the game, we're going to face Kershaw. So why am I getting myself excited about all this? This is miserable. And I'm hoping that the well, reverse psychology is that, strong Greg, enough. Why are you getting so excited? You're so excited you bought a ticket to an Atlanta Mets game. You live in Savannah, yep. Georgia. So yep. you're going to drive to Atlanta by Four your, hours. By your lonesome to watch, by the, to watch the Mets play. That's how excited you are. And that's how much you're Hold setting on. your setup for... Not only that. Okay. You're going to drive four hours, watch the game, drive four hours home because... NFL Sunday is the next day, and I want to go to my favorite bar for it. Right. It is also Chipper Jones Bobblehead Night. Oh, you're going to get one? I am going to Chipper Jones Bobblehead Night in Atlanta by myself. What could possibly go wrong? I really can't. What, you know, well, the good thing is you don't, well, you do drink at games. You don't eat at games. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to drink at this game because I have to be home. driving. That's responsible of you, Greg, and I appreciate that. Do not drink and do drive. Do not drink and drive, everyone. There we go. Terrible. We're on the same yeah. page. No, I, uh, I, I'll, uh, and, <laughs> I'm not going to eat at the game either. I'll probably get a sandwich before I get there. Yeah, I know. We've talked about this. Yeah. This because is why, I would I, why would I, why would I so spend fucking stupid. $15 inside the stadium It's Atlanta. For a shitty How food? much is a hot dog? It's probably five bucks. Oh, come on, Greg. Come on. No, but what, if I want to spend five bucks, I can get a $5 foot long from Subway. You're fresh. Okay. But my point is, like, we, I think we had this argument before. Like, Yankee Stadium, surprise, guys, they let you bring sandwiches in. Like full huge sandwiches, they don't care. They yeah, don't. so I'll get a sandwich and then I'll I'll eat it during batting practice. Okay, all right, that was a cop out. Whatever. Let's let's well, move. That was not a cop out. Oh, just you can eat while watching baseball, Greg. I'm just saying. I mean, sure you can, but but you don't. I know. I don't want to. I heard. Yeah, I'd rather not. It's ridiculous. You're um, ridiculous. I know. I get really angry when this this yes. happens. Yes, you do. Absolutely. I, I really don't get angry about many things. We talk about food. I get furious. Yes, I don't think did. I've ever been as angry as when you were like, is a burrito a sandwich? I like exploded. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I admitted a burrito's not no, a sandwich. No, I know. You were just doing it to push my buttons, but it's still a dick move, my friend. No, uh, I'm just saying. Let's do a, saying. a little A burrito bit. is oh. more like an omelet than it is a sandwich. I want to argue with you, but I can't. <laughs> well, think it? about it. Think about it. Like the di- Or I should say a burrito. <sighs> a burrito. A burrito is in the same family as a quesadilla. That, yeah, that's fair. I, but I they're can't not fight sandwiches. That. I can't fight that at all. Yeah. But yeah. like an, if you think about it, an omelet is – like the egg is kind of – Like the thing that holds it the together. It's like, it's like the, well, the egg could be like goodies. the rice, the rice filling of burritos also. Yeah. It depends on the kind of burrito. Anyway, I don't want to get the technical difficulties of burritos. 
Technical technical difficulties? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that yeah, has my to only do with te- my, my only technical difficulty of burritos is when I'm on my third. Sure. Um, uh, big shout out. I'm going to give a shout out right now. If you're on Long Island and you haven't been to Bubba's Burritos, stop. Stop living. Go ahead. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop living. living. Wow. Well, actually, let me, let, me, let me rephrase that. I, I take that back. Start living and go to Bubba's Burritos. Fair. All right, um, Greg, you're not on Long Island, so that sucks for you. But one day I'll take I you. I am not. I will take you. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think we have good. We have Chipotle. No, I, I'm heavily against Chipotle. Okay. Wow. Jeez. Oh. I, I I have tried it. It's okay. Sorry. Right. So I'm gonna add uh, the two guys I want to sponsor this podcast the most. Okay. Buffalo Wild Wings. And I Chipotle. will fight you, Greg. I will. <laughs> <laughs> if I get if I find a way to get Buffalo Wild Wings to sponsor us. No. I don't think there's a way for you to say no. I, there is plenty of ways I could say no. Just for reference, um, everyone, I hate Buffalo Wild Wings, and it's not because their food is terrible and they microwave all their burgers. It's because they don't click, they don't cook over medium rare, which I guess is okay. By that I mean it's the devil. Um, and I used to work at an arcade when I was 16 years old, and uh, I worked there from 16 to 18. And then it, uh, one day I came to work, and my boss was like. Hey, man, go home. I was like, am I fired? He goes, no, we are shutting down for good. And then two weeks later, there was a sign with, coming soon, Buffalo Wild Wings. So they <laughs> they made me lose my job, and they shut down one of my happiest places in life. So there's that. And now they're going to sponsor our podcast. I I would I would explode. That, I know. That it would and, be great. And, and John Franco every, on this podcast would be the worst. Every week to have you do the live read for if Buffalo I, Wild Wings. I, I don't know how I would contain myself, honestly. Uh I love every second of it. I want it to happen so bad. Next, uh, and John Franco, I would, I would not. I would tell him exactly what I, how I felt about him. Oh, you know, uh, Francisco Rodriguez just passed John Franco on the all-time saves list. Good. Fuck John Franco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, one more, one more quick story for everyone. John Franco, I was at a Mets game as, as a kid, and I saw him in one of the stairwells at Shea, and he was, he was macking on some lady. I was like seven mm. years old. And we were leaving the game early, and I was like, John Franco, can you sign my ball? And he was like, scram, kid. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I understand. Well, I, looking back on it, I get it. I understand. But I was just like a, a little kid that wanted a ball signed. You know. Well, you got to learn, bro. Have I told you? I have learned since then. But uh, have, I, have I told you uh, that I, I have called him on the fan, and Frank called him? Why would you do that to such an upstanding gentleman? I hate him. <laughs> I hate John Franco so much. I'm gonna get John Franco on the podcast too. Oh my god! Ah, uh, please. All right, let's. Any other nonsense we have to talk about before we talk about NFL? By the way, we're not talking hockey anymore. Is that okay with everyone? Good. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we needed your permission, but yes, our <laughs> hockey, our hockey take. We didn't want to break down. I mean, it's it's interesting that uh, Stepan is on the second line for Team USA. I find that very intriguing, and I think it's great that Ryan McDonough is the top pairing defenseman. For Team USA, I'm that's great. That. Uh, but that those are also my only opinions on those two things. I'm with because you. again, that's it. That's it's, all I got. It's a preseason also, All-Star game. Hank, if you're hurt, don't play, man. Just sit down. My Ranger season is so much more important than Sweden. I know you don't. Just, you might not think just that. Sit down. But like, sit down. Chill. Bro. Relax. Relax. Put your feet up. We'll massage. Hang out in New personally. York. Have another model do whatever that yeah, it is that they do mask, to you. Make a mask, Hank. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Create a mask. Or Literally do anything but play hockey for the next month. Please. Yeah, just if you're hurt. Don't do it, man. Um, oh, my God. Don't get hit in the neck. I'll fight you. And Zook, just relax. Yeah. Chill. Oh, hold on. Wait okay. a second. What? Before oh, we talk anything. Sorry. Greg, don't. I just want to be- set the record Before straight. you say anything, let me preface this. Do not be No, too... don't even preface it. Okay. It's not worth the preface. Okay. I just want to I just want to set the record straight. Okay. I love Matt Zuccarello. Okay. He is great. He is 
maybe the most prolific forward the Rangers have on their team currently. With that said, if you want to seriously improve the Rangers' D, which you have to do if you think this team is going to advance in the playoffs, the only way for you to significantly improve your defensive ranks is by trading Matt Zuccarello, who is your best forward for a quality top pairing defenseman. You're not going to get one for Nash. You're not going to get one for a conglomerate of JT Miller, Jesper Foss, and Oscar Lindbergh. You're not trading Kreider. You're not trading Stepan. So if you're not going to do all those things, you have to accept the fact that the only way you can significantly improve your D is by trading someone like Matt Zuccarello. And that's what it's going to take. That's just the fact. That's not me saying Zook sucks, he should go. That's not me saying the Rangers are so good behind Zook that they have flexibility to trade him. It's just plain and simple. The way the market has been established, the way other trades have been done, if you're the Rangers and you want a top-pairing defenseman, you have to trade Zuccarello, who's 29 on a cheap contract and a proven score in the NHL. It's that simple. And you know what? Before anyone says we both feel this way, you don't. You disagreed with me last week. You don't want to trade Zook at all. No, I don't. But I'll that's be- just facts, guys. But I understand if you want the someone like Hampus Lindholm from the Ducks, you cannot get that trade done without having it center around Matt Zuccarello. And fact of the matter is, you're probably not doing that trade straight up. The Ducks would probably want something else. They'd probably want a draft pick or, uh, or something else also. It's that simple, guys. That's not me saying I hate Zook. I love Zook. Zook is great. Zook makes the Rangers a more fun team. However, I'm not worried about the Rangers being fun. I want the Rangers to be great. And the only way for the Rangers to be great is for them to drastically improve their defensive pairings. And the only way you're going to do that is if you talk to teams about trading Matt Zuccarello. That's simple. That's all I want to say. There's no arguing that point. No. That is it, guys. And you make a strong case. Uh, I, I'm I'm semi on the fence about it. Obviously, I want him here, and I think this makes this team much better than if we didn't have him. That's obvious, right? Hot take there. But the Rangers' offense is significantly better with Matt Zuccarello. Now, duh, is the Rangers' offense incompetent without Zuccarello? No, 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 not they're at all. not. They're deep. They'd manage. They would be less potent, but they would manage. Is the Rangers' team construction better suited to have? a strong, deep offense and no defense or a deep middle-of-the-road offense and the semblings of a defense? Yes, I think so. Because I think the upside the Rangers have currently in players like VC, Buknovich, Hayes, Kreider, Miller far outweighs the absolute bottom floor that is currently their defense. Their defense is atrocious. And it doesn't have a lot coming up in terms of products, prospects to make it better. The only way you're going to make that better is if you find a trade partner and you're able to move Matt Zuccarello for a better player. And you're not getting it with Nash because he's owed too much money. You're not trading Kreider. You're not trading Stepan. You're not trading Hayes. It's not happening. And you're not going to get a Hampus Lindholm. You could offer the Ducks Miller, Foss, Lindbergh and a draft pick and that's not enough for Lindholm they probably say no legit they say no yeah but if you offer Zuccarello and another piece you're in the conversation 
you're close. And we're not saying, guys, this is a rumor that's happening right now. This isn't like, we're not making, we're not, guys, we're not like a prolific New York Rangers writer who'd make up a rumor, okay? We're not those people. Uh, we're just we're just telling you like it is, guys. Yeah. And sometimes what you have to hear is not what you want to hear. I wish there was a world that we could live in where the Rangers have Zuccarello and they're still able to trade for Lindholm and those two guys can play on the same team. That would be great. That would be lovely. That's not realistic. And we have to be a little realistic when it comes to these things. So and that's that, really all I had to say about that. All right, good. You, that's uh, it. The way you handled that, I'm very proud of you. I could have – and I will – let me just add one more thing. Okay. If you're going to – there's a difference between being a fan and a fuckboy. This guy. <laughs> okay. If you're going to come at me the, like a fuckboy, you good. can't be angry when I call you a fuckboy. Okay, good. Very good. Uh, I, was, I, I take back what I said about being proud. Can we, can we, can we – <laughs> Can we move on at this point? I agree with everything Absolutely. you said. All right. Absolutely. Let's... We are now done talking about hockey. We're going to transition. We are breaking away from the blue shirts. Hey, There we go. Uh, so, uh, oh, can I just uh, – one more shot? I got tagged oh, in an Instagram. I forget. It was like uh, – I'm not even going to say their name. It was like some like hockey podcast or something like that. They tagged us like a photo of, of me in our Instagram. And then I oh. called them out. I was like, I don't know if I'm if I'm like flattered or pissed off that you did this. And they, they blocked me like immediately. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I was like, "Oh, thanks for calling us out. Like, like you know that we we exist. That's really nice of you. I appreciate it." Huh. Um, all right. You know what? That's how you act like a true fuckboy. Okay, <laughs> I can't with this. All right. Uh, um, let's do NFL, NFL over under wins for the season. You don't let's know. Do it. You don't know any of these. So here we go. Uh, you you are surprising me with all these numbers. That's correct. So I I've looked at these briefly and I have some thoughts on them. Okay. We're gonna start from the lowest. There's one team at four and a half wins. You want to take a guess? Uh, Cleveland Browns. It is the Cleveland Browns. Okay. All right. I'm taking the over on this. Okay. So I'll, I'll explain a little bit why. That Go offense, if if RG3, right, the money on this, I don't know the, the actual number for the, the over and under. I probably should get the betting lines. But uh, taking the over here, if RG3. While you, go, while you go through this, I will pull up the betting lines. Sounds good. If RG3 actually comes through here, becomes some semblance of what he was in Washington that first year, seems to have a nice chip on his shoulder. Dumped his wife. Pretty, pretty, pretty messed up, if you ask me. Uh, but has has played magnificently this preseason. Then you have Terrell Pryor, former former QB, who's now turned wide receiver, who is a prolific af- athlete and is just burning people on routes. And then you get Josh Gordon back week three. Both the running backs have looked good, Duke and and Crowell. You, this offense looks okay. And by the way, the defense not too bad either. They have an okay offensive line. This team could win five games pretty easily. Just my opinion. And I and and there's a reason I think that also, and I'll get to that as we go through the the wins and losses as we go through. Another team in this division, I honestly feel like will not win that many games this year. So Cleveland right now, if you pick the over, even money. Okay. Uh, the under is minus one thirty, which means many people expect them to win less than that amount of games. I really like the uh, over. I am one of those people. Okay. Here's why. Tell me. The upside is great. However, they have too many holes. I'm pretty sure they don't have an offensive line outside of Joe Thomas. Not a bad start. Not sold on Duke Johnson being a every down running back. Not sold on that, but I will say Crowell, sneaky good. Sneaky really good. I have concerns about a converted quarterback being your number two wide receiver. I have concerns about Robert Griffin III playing football. Okay. Period, and thought. That's it. And I just don't think I don't think the defense is quite there yet. 
Okay, that's I, fair. I think every year there's a team in the NFL that goes three and thirteen, and I think the Browns are going to be that team this year. I just don't think. I think they're starting to get the pots, the parts, the, the pots. pots. <laughs> I went. I went to Boston for a second. There you go. The They're bats. starting to collect the parts, but the lump sum ain't there yet. So, I would. I would. I would disagree with you. I would take the under four and a half. I think this is a three-win team. Okay. I think this is a three-win team that has a much higher number, but I could. I've been wrong before. Uh, the Titans are five and a half. They're the only team at five and a half. I. I. I like the. Uh, I like the under there also. And by also, I mean I like the under there. Uh, I like the over. Their but coach I like is the- miserable. Like I like I like Super Mario. All in on him. Their their wide receiver core, uh, uh wide receiver core is just like not great. Mm-hmm. Sharp Sharp's a rookie. He's looked really good, but you can't really count on the preseason. And I think he'll hit the rookie wall at some point. Uh, he's gonna be running with the first team. Who else is catching the ball there? No one. Uh, first of all, Delaney Walker is a great tight end. I oh. love Delaney Walker. A little bit of injury prone there though. Uh, no. What are you, nuts? What are you talking about? Pretty sure he hurt his wrist about a year ago. Could be wrong. Mm, pretty be sure wrong. you're wrong. Okay, fine. I'll um, double check. He might have missed a game or two, but when I when you say injury prone, I expect him to miss a month. That's fair. He's not injury prone. He's, he's probably a pretty good tight end. You're right. I think Kendall Wright is serviceable. I don't mind Kendall Wright. Um, you take everybody a seems to eye on Tajay Sharp. Oh, Sharp looks They're real good. good. I just I don't think the AFC South has a great team in it, and with a no. lack of a great team, I think when I say over, I say I'm expecting them to win six. I'm not saying eight and eight. I think this is a six and ten team. Right. So that's why I would I would take the over. I now honestly I would stay away from that over under. I would not put any money on it. But if you put a gun to my head and told me to choose, I'd say this is a six win team. So I would go over. Guaranteed, guaranteed right now that my dog barks. Guaranteed. Yeah, whatever. Okay, it's okay. Are you talking Michael Vick? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Michael Vick, uh, hey. he's on the Steelers. Never mind. There's like there's oh. one there's one six win team. Yeah, the Tennessee Titans. No, that that was five and a half. I know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, you're taking the over with the Titans, you say? Right. I said I'm taking hey, six wins. Hey, got me. Um, there's one team that, that Vegas has a six wins. It's the 49ers. Your 49ers, Greg. Could not take the under. Under. Give me the under Give me the until under the cows come home. Right now. Here's why you take the under. Blaine, Blaine Gabbard, Gabbard. Blaine Gabbard, Gabbard. Yes, yes. As you've, as you've aptly nicked him, Blaine Gabbard, Gabbard. No, it's, oh, sorry, it's, it's Blaine, 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 Blaine Gabbard, Gabbard. But the difference <laughs> is the middle Blaine Gabbard, it's all capital letters. Right, of course. Blaine, Blaine Gabbard, Gabbard. Yes. Good. Um, uh, he's awful. Yeah, he's, he's terrible, and he's your starting quarterback. He has the worst win-loss record as a quarterback uh, for anybody who has started 30 or more games over the last five years, I think. And it might even be in NFL history. I would not be surprised. He is fuck terrible. It's not like they have a – their coach has not been amazing. It's not like Carlos Hyde is a really reliable running back. Their wide receiver corpse, I believe, is... I don't, I don't know what voodoo magic Chip Kelly is going to try and sprinkle on Blaine Gabbert, but when I think Chip Kelly offense, the last guy I think about running <laughs> it is Blaine. And, and Ka- Kaepernick, so I'm not going to get into the Kaepernick thing because I think it's not great. Uh, sorry for if I offended anyone there. Um, but it's just not... It's it's a non-topic. I just don't, I just, it's a non-topic. I just, it's a non-topic. I just don't care. I don't, I don't care. care. I do not care. 
Um, and he has lost all of his ability to play football. And it just doesn't make sense because that guy was starting in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And what what do you what can you even say? That team's gonna win way less than I think they win three games this year. That that's would, a that yeah that's that the 49ers as currently constructed are a four win team. Cool, we agree. Uh, yep. Actually, we don't because I, I said three. The Saints, <laughs> the Saints are the only team with six and a half. That feels low for the Saints, or am I just overrating Drew Brees? Uh, I think you're overrating Drew Brees, and I think you're forgetting how bad the defense is. I, I was just about to say, I should probably mention how awful that defense is. Yeah, and I, I, it's not easy for them to be in the same division as the Panthers, uh, and it's not easy for them to be in the same division. You know, the rest of the division ain't that great either. It's, it's um, whatever. That's a hard one. I think My gut this, says is an, this is another over-under I probably wouldn't bet on because I think the odds are better for the Saints to be a seven-win team than a six-win team. This is a stay away from me. I, I would, I guess, I would go over, but again, this is over uh, because I think they win seven, not because I think they're good. There is an incredible amount of teams at seven and a half wins for overall. Oh, good. Are you ready? Let's nail it. Jaguars, Rams. Oh no, this. I'm sorry, I, I messed up and I cannot read. There's one. There's five teams at seven. It's the okay. Fal- the Falcons, the Lions, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Chargers. At seven on the nose. At seven on the nose. So. <sighs> So I, start with the you said the Falcons. Let's start with the Falcons. The Falcons are at seven as their as their win over under. Under because I hate the Falcons. Okay, I'm also, man, Julio Jones is great, but sure, but and I, they're good. actually their offense is very good. Their offense is how very do they good. stop people? Though? I don't know. And I also don't trust Matt Ryan. Yeah, what I I I always felt like Matt Ryan never really reached his potential, or he did his Matt poten- Ryan. He hit his potential. I, it wasn't I've enough. Had long- discussions about this with many people matt ryan is not a good quarterback he's just not good he fools people into thinking he's good but he's not good hmm. he's just not good well what makes you think he's not good that's just not the he's not clutch he can't hit the the clutch moment throws or like he just yeah, he have panics. grit yeah he panics if game's on the line two two minute drill and my offense needs to drive the field for a score i don't want matt ryan there he's never he has not been able to do it there was like How one, many times did the Falcons lose one-point games? There's one game I particularly remember where he hit someone on on the right on the outside, then they kicked a field goal to win. When that was that was the only time I remember him coming through. And the fact that you can't, I can't actually even, name that time. I can't even remember it. I do not trust Matt Ryan. I will take the under. Okay. I I in fact I'll go one step further. The Saints will have a better year this year than the Falcons. I'm with you. I'll take that right now. I like the Saints over. So far, what I like is the Browns over and the Saints over, and I really like the 49ers under. That's where really I like the 49 Really story. like it. Um, all right, so the Lions, the uh, ever ever disappointing Lions. No Calvin Johnson because he retired. Uh, Amir, yeah. Amir Abdullah coming off microfracture surgery on his knee. Uh, Matt, Matthew Stafford throwing more attempts than any other quarterback in the NFL for most years. Um, yep. uh, not injury prone anymore. And that, that whole team kind of looks like, where's it going? That whole team is a whole lot of meh. I feel like it this, is whatever. I feel like this is a nice push. I feel like they hit exactly yeah, seven. Yeah, this that's a seven win team. I'm with you entirely on that, and I, I cannot see that team winning more than seven games. And I I feel like the only way the only way I see them winning more than seven games is because I think the Vikings have now taken a step backwards. They lost Teddy well, B. Right, and Mark Sanchez is gonna is gonna sign with the Dallas Cowboys, not with the Vikings. Well, they can't sign another quarterback. They just traded their first round pick oh, for yeah, Sam Bradford. Oh yeah, I totally Bradford. forgot. This is oh, well, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna save that. We have to. <laughs> I can't. I can't with that. 
I how did I forget? I blocked it out because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about the rest of this team. The seven win column. The Dolphins. The mighty Dolphins. Uh, man, is Dolphins Ryan Tannehill a good quarterback? Shout out, shout out, Vinny Gennardi and Patrick Dillon. Uh, Two they of my biggest fans. Don't seem to be believers in the Dolphins. I don't. I don't have a reason to believe this team would win seven seven games at all. Who's running the ball? I mean, Arian Foster. Arian Foster. I, I know. I drafted him. <laughs> and I feel like you knew the answer to that question. No, I did, but I, I, he's not going to play 16 games. I don't trust the J at all. Uh, Aaron Foster will have like five good games in the first seven weeks. And then he'll blow out his knee. And then he's done. That's it. It's over. And a Jay is not going to be a I really, back. I really do like their receivers, though. Yeah. I really Parker's, do. Parker looks good. Parker's a beast. Jarvis Landry's a beast. Landry is a PPR monster. That dude catches yeah. everything. Yeah, and, big, and, big fan. But that's Big why fit. Tannehill looks his way when he panics every single time. And that's a that's a problem. That's not a good quarterback thing. It's good for fantasy. It's not good for the team. Yeah. And I just – I think their defense is pretty unspectacular, which is not great. Um, I'm uh, I'm still on the seven-win push for the Dolphins also. Also, a stay away from me. I'd probably I'd probably take the under if like we're being it? honest. Okay. This team might only win five games. Huh. Might be a bad year for the Dolphins. The Eagles are also at seven. Does that make any sense to you? Uh, Yes. Why? Yes, it does. Uh, Who's quarterbacking what, them what, now? I would, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Really? Yeah, he's huh. going to start week one. Huh. I don't know how I feel about that. that this team yeah, can't... The, the entire NFC East might go 8-8. Eight and eight. This team, that's every year. This team can't win seven games. It just can't. I don't see how it does it. Jordan, I don't know. Jordan I don't know. Matthews is like their number one wide receiver. He's not really that good of a Doyle receiver. Greenback. Okay, you, I know you're I high on him. Yeah, I know. Like, I know you're high on him, but they they cut him for a reason. I, I do love DGB. DGB. I've been high on DGB since he came out of high school. Guy's huge, and he's got nice red zone hands. Apparently, that's what yeah, that's I just the wanted to be good. For. I wanted to be good for fantasy reasons, and just the fact that I just wanted to be good. I I don't think that team looks good at all. They have a committee at running back, Ryan Matthews, injury prone. I could say that, right? You sure can. Okay. I I don't. I kind of like Wendell Smallwood though. I think he's an intriguing player. Intriguing for sure. Uh. But does that team shout out to you? We're a good team. <laughs> like no, I don't think no. that, that team. I, I'm no. taking. I'm taking the hard under on seven. Also uh, there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. I, I think this might be an eight win team. Fine. Here's where I go. Like a over. very unspectacular eight wins. Here's where I go over. Chargers seven wins. Ooh, I go under. Really? Yeah. I think the Chargers are the worst team in the AFC West. No, stop. Yes. Really? I I believe in the Raiders. You're a Raiders guy? Uh, I, I put, I'm I pushing my chips in on the Raiders. I kind of like the Raiders too. It's fun to like the Raiders. I hope the Raiders get good. They're fun. So who are the Chargers? The Chargers aren't better than the Broncos. I, Even I, when the Broncos are starting literally nobody at quarterback, they're not better than the Broncos. Semyon, right? Yeah. Okay. Are they better than the Chiefs? I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. Uh, that's a tough division. Now and I don't you're... think they're better than the Raiders. Man. I, I, someone in that division is only going to win five games. Maybe it is the Chargers. I just I feel think like the Chargers. I just feel like the Chargers have a lot of firepower now. Keenan, Keenan sure. Allen's Keenan Allen's going to be a no, nice no, number one wide receiver for them. They got uh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Danny gonna, Woodhead. No, Danny Woodhead, number three running back at PPR last year. Think about that. I I like Danny Woodhead. I do too. Tough player. I uh, I someone in the, someone in that division is is going to be bad, and I think the Chargers Travis, are going to be that. Travis team. Benjamin was the other wide receiver they picked up. I like him. Whoop de doo, Basil. <laughs> Whoop de doo. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, 
Well, all right, that's the whole seven. Trust. Fine, I'm, I'm going to take the over there. I just have a gut feeling. I'm going under. Fine. We should. I'll go back to listen to this and I'll, I'll write this down so we can look. And back. we'll put it on our Facebook page. And we can look back at it uh, uh, next year. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bears, Rams, Jaguars, seven and a half. Uh, Gotta win eight. E- let's start with the easy one. Rams under. Yeah. Why are they seven and a half? This got to be a typo, right? No, people are high. That defense is really good. Don't get me wrong, but Go- uh, Goff does not look good at all. Yeah, and Case Keenum. Nope. Is Case Keenum? Yeah. What are you doing? I that earlier when I said I think there's a three win team up in the upper echelons of this. That's my three win team. The Rams. The Rams. Uh, I think I think Goff is going to be fine over time, but I don't think Case Keenum. It's going to have a nice hard awakening all. in L.A. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I I just I don't think Case Keenum is good at all. Uh, I love Gurley. Hard for me to love a running back more than Gurley, and yet I love. There are three running backs currently in college I love more than Gurley, and I've. I'd be lying to you if I didn't think that I was just thinking about tanking another season to get one. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Gurley's, Gurley's great. I actually like their receivers now. I like Tavon Austin. I like Farrell Cooper. See, to me, they signed Tavon Austin out of desperation. They gave him like four years, $52 million, 30, $30 million guaranteed. So uh, – That contract didn't really bother me. They, they're like four – they're going to force him the ball. He hasn't really had a good year. He's only like played, I think – well, someone's got to catch the balls. You can't just hand it off every time. All right. But their defense is delicious. Robert Quinn is, is a very so good, good player. Robert a- Quinn. Aaron Donald Aaron is my boy. That's Alec my boy. Ogletree. Yeah. That That's defense a- is ridiculous. They could use a little help on the on the um, in the defensive secondary, but boy, do I like that front seven. It's that crazy seven. how much we know about football, despite not. I didn't watch any last year. Uh, without fantasy, I probably know shit. Yeah, I know way too much because of fantasy. Yeah, um, I really like that defense, but the defense isn't like otherworldly, like the Broncos defense, where it literally makes up for the fact that they don't have a quarterback. And uh, I, yeah, I just I the quarterback play in St. Louis, I think that's a really hard under. Like I, I'd be very happy to take the under. By the way, side note: if you're watching football and you're not watching Red Zone, what are you doing? That's uh, you might just be me going to a bar that has 20 TVs and you can just watch every game that, all at that once. That makes sense. But if you're not doing that, like you got to watch Red Zone. It's the only way yeah. to watch. It's the only way to watch. Only way. Only, only way. way. Um, Bears over under seven and a half. This is tough. Uh, is it though? Smoking Jay Cutler. Are the Bears good? No. Are the Bears good? No, they're not, they're not good. Jeremy Langford is like a, a, an overrated back. My personal opinion. I, I think the Lions have a better shot of going over and winning eight games than the Bears do. The Bears just – the Bears that good. I feel like they got the half game because of Chicago. That's the, I, yeah, I, I also feel like the Rams popular, got the, the seven. popular betting team. Yeah, I feel like the Rams got seven and a half because of LA. Yeah, I uh, I think that's another pretty safe under. I don't know who's going to win all these games in football. Uh, apparently the Titans. Right? Titans, uh, But yeah, I'd, I'd go under on the Bears too. Yeah, all right. And, and that, you know what? I probably uh, – I might, I might go over on the Jaguars. This is what I was about to say. I'm kind of in on the Jaguars. Kind of like the Jaguars. Kind of like it. It's weird because you know you and I are like you know what I really like Oakland and the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird. It's been literally ten years since that's ever happened. Yeah, no one's ever uttered that till this year. Um, yeah, kind of like the Jaguars. Kind of like what they're doing. Like Allen Robinson. Like the running back situation. Like I read Blake, there. Blake Bortles is. Uh, he's not good. But I, I, I think he's also not dog shit, which is perfect for them. Miles Jack is a linebacker they signed this year. Watch out. He's going to be one of the best linebackers in the league. Just calling it now. 
Jalen Ramsey. It's a good team. I like this team. I, I kind of like. I kind of like the Jaguars. Kind of want to watch some Jaguar games. You know, like a red yeah. zone. I'll watch. Kinda, I'll tune in. Alan like Robinson is exciting. And so is Alan. Kind of like the Jags. I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs this no, year, no, but no, no. eight but wins it, uh, is an impossible. Eight wins, I feel like, is in play. It's just the thing that sucks this year is I don't know who to take in Survivor anymore because I I just the bad teams are now getting good. So it's it's a bit of a so toss up. Who do you pick I, against? I, I don't know. I don't know I don't who know. to pick against. This like is it a... was so easy just picking against whoever's playing the Jags, whoever's playing the Raiders. Like alternate weeks. That was it. Not anymore, man. All right, Not so anymore. we're halfway through. And uh so here's here's a weird one. This is all eight wins. Okay. It's New York State. Bills, Giants, oh Jets. What was the first one? Bills, Giants, Jets. Uh all eight Bills wins. and Giants. Giants under. Oh, see, I like Giants over. You do? I do. I Why? think they're, I think they're the best team in that division. I don't think it's Are close. you kidding me? Nope. You know the Redskins play in that division. I know. I'm Are well you aware. sure? Yep. Are I, you positive? I am positive. I am positive. I don't I, like the Giants. Okay. I think the Giants are a 7-9 and nine team. I like the Jets. Why? I do. Because uh, Fitzpatrick played well with them last year? I think not only did Fitzpatrick play well, they have a very dynamic running game. The thing that scares me is they don't have DeBrickashaw anymore. That worries me. And I just I really like their defense. I think that defense is super intriguing. Hmm. And I like Todd Bowles. I trust Todd Bowles. See, to me, their defense is old. And is it though? Yeah, I think it is. I don't the, think it is. Their front seven is Muhammad Wilkerson, Sheldon Richardson, and Leonard Williams. And those guys are all like twenty six or under. I'm looking it up. And then they have, uh, I mean, Revis is old. That's true. Calvin Pryor's young at safety. Uh, David Harris, I think, is old. Calvin is 25. Okay. Darren, David, David Harris is definitely old. Darren Lee. Right, they just drafted him. He's going to be good. Tackle machine. I, think, I like that defense. Okay. I I, I'm with you on the Jets over. I, I think they go 9-7. and seven. I, think, I think Jets over. Bills push. Bills Giants push, under. And I got Giants at 10 and 6. And I think there's a real chance the Bills go well under. I think the Giants. The Bills just... are either going to be. So the Bills have two options this year, I think. They're either going to be mediocre and go 8 and 8, or they're going to be trash and go 4 and 12. That's it. Yeah, there's no, there's no good I, option. I don't, for I, the don't I don't see a scenario in which they go 10 and 6. First to be first coach to be fired, Rex Ryan. Uh, Mike McCoy. See, I think the Chargers are going to be really bad. No, yeah, okay. I don't think Rex Ryan actually gonna get fired first. I think uh, the Tennessee coach should get fired first. That's my opinion. Uh, I forgot his name. I, I, I'm, 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 all my chips are on uh, Chargers being bad, which means Mike McCoy will be the first coach fired. All right, let's get to some fun teams. By the way, uh, when we get to the Vikings, their over under is not is not the same number anymore. It should not be. Uh, so we'll talk about that. But right now we're eight eight and a half, and this is let's crazy. Go. Let's go. Ravens, Texans, and Raiders. Ravens. Ravens. What are the Ravens doing? Eight there? and a half. This is what, why. What, what are the Ravens doing? Nothing. Joe Flacco's coming off an ACL tear. They got no one at wide receiver. I think Steve Smith came back for another year. Isn't Terrence West their number one running back? Yeah, dude. Like what? Uh, that what? team is not good. Well, how? No. Eight and a half. That's why. Give I me, think... give me the under. Like, thank you for the free money. That's I appreciate free it. Free money. Under. That's why I was. I was like, the Browns are definitely gonna win five games. <laughs> They're gonna beat the Ravens. No, once. I see. I think the Ravens beat the Browns twice, twice, but that's 
That's okay. two of their six wins next year. That's right, about fine. it. That Raven team, eight and a half. That is crazy. Please give me that, that under. Nuts. Same that thing with nuts. the Texans. Like, is Brock Weisler good? Like, J.J. Watt's not going to well, play. Well, see, now you have to remember, the Texans, I think they won eight games last year without a quarterback. That's true. But they had a full, yeah. healthy J.J. Watt back then, and that guy's like, war is ridiculous. And Watt is healthy and ready to go for week one, I heard. All right, well, they hide I think I think the Texans are over. I'll take the I'll take the under. I think I think they're at least a nine win team. Fine. The Raiders. Uh, who's the third one? Oh. <laughs> God, eight and a half is high though. It's high, right? But because have, I think they win nine games. I'm all in on David Carr and Amari. Yeah, I'd go over because I God, we haven't even talked about the Chiefs yet. What the fuck is the Chiefs over under? Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think I'm going over on the Raiders because I think I'm gonna have to go under on the Chiefs. By the way, this list was published two days ago. So that, this is nuts to me. This is nuts. So that this that is this is the information I found two days ago from Vegas. Are you sure you have the right season? Are you looking at like 2015? No, I have the right season. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I'd go over on the Raiders. So over on the Raiders, under on the Ravens, over on the Texans for me. Okay. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna look up again because I I'm pretty sure I have the right numbers here, but we're good. Uh, I believe you. I believe you. I, I double. We've been potting for a while, so I I believe you. I okay. got I got I, I want to go watch the Florida State game. I got money on them. All right, we're almost uh we're almost here, buddy. So the the Cowboys numbers and Vikings numbers just can't be right. I'll just say that now. This this have the, co- with the Cowboys yet. Come I know on. the the Cowboys and the Colts are at nine wins. So the only argument for saying the Cowboys even push is that the Tony Romo injury is not that serious, right? Right. That he gets back. He's only like going to miss a couple weeks. Like week four. Mark Sanchez is serviceable. Ezekiel Elliott runs wild. Uh, Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak Prescott actually looks pretty good. I don't – so. Um, I like the Cowboys. Shit, Tony Romo's made a glass, dude. Even if he comes back. I kind of like the push. He's going to die again. I think they – no, I don't think they do. I think Washington and, and the Giants fight to the end of this division. I think Washington runs away with the division. Really? You think they go like 12-4? and four? Yeah. Hmm. I'd go under on the Cowboys. Where is Washington? They're probably uh, nine and a half, ten. Are they not on this list? <laughs> wow. Hold wow. On. Hold on. Hold on. The list is spot on. No way. Hold on. No way. I'm going to pull up my list again just to see if we should have talked about oh, I them missed already. The, the, uh, Washington was at seven. Sorry, guys. Yeah, they're at seven and a half. Over. Uh, over, 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 over. You like them? And, and the Buccaneers, the the Buccaneers really were down think, at like, seven also. God, I really went – my God. I am so pissed off that our buddy Mike now lives in Switzerland. I can't place this bet through him because the over is plus 110. I would – I'd put $100 on the Redskins over. On the Redskins? Yeah. By the way, I, I also have the Buccaneers at seven. Uh, That's a push for me. That's a push for me also. Uh, Redskins, I have it over. It's just, you have it at seven and a half there. I have it at seven, but that's fine. Yeah, I got it at seven and a half. I take the over. I'll take the over with you too. I think them and the Giants fight till the end. Uh, I think the Redskins run away with that division. I really do. I don't know why they're lying seven and a half. That makes no sense to me. See, this, these, these over under, and you just looked up your, on your own list. They're they're pretty close, but man, yeah. these the numbers, over under on the Cowboys is still eight and a half, which blows my mind. Yeah, it's nine for me. So I don't. That's crazy, right? So there would be a push yeah. at nine. I, I like push it. I know I'm going under. I'm going under. I will say this: it doesn't even list Minnesota's over under anymore. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So let's let's talk. This is now we're at the we're we're coming to the tail end of this here. There's two categories left. Yep. So this is the nine and a half wins teams. This is the Bengals, the Vikings, which obviously is not going to be there anymore. Chiefs and right. the Broncos. 
Chiefs under. Let's start with the easy one. You like Chiefs uh, I'm not under? I'm a believer in the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. I'd go under. Um, Broncos. I'm taking under too. I am. I I believe that that they're gonna have a Super Bowl drought. They're coming back. They already won the Super Bowl. They're they're learning with uh. Semien. I mean the argument the argument is the defense is good. cannot play as poorly as Manning did. But Manning like somehow pulled like throws out of his ass and made him win games somehow. I like I, I know he was playing poorly and I had no no defense, arm. I think that defense is still going to be special. Okay. To so me, I, I think in that division, I I look at it as a whole. Chargers are garbage to me. I think the Chiefs are overrated. I do like the Raiders, but I think the Broncos are still going to win ten games. I think the Broncos win nine. I'm taking the under. I'm going to go over. Okay. We'll disagree on that one. All right. And I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs at nine also, so I will take the under. And then who was the third? The Vikings? Yeah, they're, they're RIP because they traded. So let's talk about this trade real quick. This, how, how do you – great. How? We've seen Sam Bradford play football for many years now. Guy has one of the yes. last expensive rookie contracts on the books. The guy yes. – he's just not good. Two he's teams have good. traded for him. You traded a first-round pick for him? A first-rounder? Sure That's so yep. valuable in the NFL. Like Not only ridiculous. a first-round pick, but it's going to be like a top 15 pick too because the Vikings just aren't going to be – that good without what are you doing what did like ap hold, hold you at gunpoint i think the vikings had a chance to be something fun with teddy bridgewater i, I do too and, and they're and going they're going from something fun to something super depressing super sad super quick yeah it's too bad but how I do you really, create a first rounder it doesn't make any sense uh, i i wish i could explain it to you i can't i can't think of a defensible reason it's like trading uh it's like trading pk suban for shea weber who would do that that's Silly. In fact, actually, that's unfair. You could actually come up with a defensible reason for the Shea Weber trade. Can't come up with one for Sam Bradford. Yeah, can't do you it. can't. You can't. Not do it. I can't. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me at all. How can't how, coach him? Can't win with him. How I'm, not a, how I'm not a GM. Like you're not winning the Super Bowl with Sam Bradford. What are you thinking? You're it's not your, getting the playoffs with Sam Bradford. It's your future first pick. Uh, it's it, it is a poor trade. I lied. There's two categories, but there's one person in this cat, one team in this category. It's ten wins. The Cardinals. Over. Over two. I'm I'm with. I like that team a lot. I think the Seahawks and Cardinals are both going to win eleven plus games in the same division. Again. I couldn't because I think the Niners and Rams are just not going to be. Couldn't agree more with you. Couldn't agree more. Again, uh, I like the Rams on the up and up, but they're they just they're not ready. They're not. And and Goff is mark my words, he's awful. Uh. uh I disagree as fine. someone that drafted him in a dynasty league. I fine. think he'll be fine. He's awful. I hope. He's awful. I, I pray to God. He's awful. Um, <laughs> I pray to God. Here's the teams. Here's the, the last. Here's our last teams here, my friend. And we'll let you go watch Florida State for gambling reasons. Yes. You can't believe you bet all those jelly beans, my friend. Uh, $20. It's just 20 bucks. I still, we don't talk about gambling. It's illegal, my friend. You bet jelly beans. Is it illegal? Yes. I don't think it's illegal anymore. Yes, it is. It's jelly if beans. If you think gambling is illegal, grow up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just helping you out for legal reasons. Uh Man. Ten and a half wins. Packers, Seahawks, Patriots, Panthers, Steelers. Patriots over. Patriots over. They're going to win that division with 11 wins. Yep. Um, Seahawks over. over. Uh, Steelers. Steelers. Ten and a half. Under. I like over too. I actually like, I like all these teams over. I like over. 10. I like 10 for the Steelers. You think the Bengals end up winning the division? I think the Bengals end up winning the division. With 11 wins or something like that? They're in the 9.5 yeah. wins division. Okay. Yeah. I think the Bengals are a very complete team. That's fair. Andy Dalton coming off that injury. Kind of recovered. AJ Green There's, looks, like, looks good. I, I can't think of a weakness on the Bengals. They didn't really have one. Yeah. 
they're very good. They, they choke a lot in the playoffs, but they make it to the playoffs. I we're not talking about playoffs. We're talking about over unders. Over unders. Okay. All right. Uh, the other teams. Uh, the, so Seahawks we like over Packers. Yes. I like Packers over too. I like the Packers over too. I like a big rebound year here. I I just think the Packers are now that Teddy B is hurt, just head and shoulders better than anyone else in that division. With you and Aaron Rodgers is just a god among men. I know what yes. to say. He's too good. He's he is the man. He's probably the best player in the NFL. He's up there at least. Top five. Uh, top five. Top five. Top five player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Top yeah. five. Yeah. I know you can make arguments otherwise. Yes. Uh, so see how we do. Packers over. Seahawks over. Patriots yep. over. Panthers yep. over. Yes. I'm with you too. And then I like and I like the Steelers over. So I like all those teams I don't over. Like the, I don't that doesn't like make Steelers any sense over. to me. Steelers, I'd go under. I'm a Steelers fan. It's hard for me to stay away. You're not even gonna watch a game this year, bro. I'll watch highlights. I watch highlights. <laughs> I watch. You're gonna go back and watch Sports Center. Yeah, I'll watch Sports Center. All right, so we went over all the NFL teams. We're gonna, I'm going to somehow listen back to this and hopefully remember what we said, uh, post it on Facebook, pick our teams for the season. We could yell about it when the season's over, say how wrong rabble, we were. Rabble. That'll be fun. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Uh, but one last NFL thing. Who do you think is uh, – well, I'll just tell you, let's say this. Uh, Packers, Seahawks, Patriots, 7-1 win the Super Bowl. Steelers, 8-1. to Cardinals and Panthers, 9-1. to Who do I think will win the Super Bowl is basically what you're asking me? No, I'm just saying some stats. Who I like Seahawks. I, I like win? the Seahawks this year. I think they're winning it. I don't. I just. I. I don't like. I don't enjoy rooting for the Seahawks. Don't enjoy rooting. Um, I think they're the best team. That's my. my I got two a fun cents. pick. Uh, let's go fun pick. I'll say Cardinals. I would love. I like the Cardinals a lot. I like. I team. like the Cardinals. I like that team. If Carson Palmer stays healthy and doesn't have his uh, the choke fest he had in the playoffs last year, why not the Cardinals? Why not Cardinals? Okay. Uh, I, if I had to choose a second team, and I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up our friend Alex Herdzak. Packers. Packers. Like yeah. Packers too. Yep. All right. Well, this has been a fun podcast. Glad we got to talk a little bit about NHL. I'm sure we'll do some reaction to that next week. Uh, World Cup of Hockey talk coming next week. If you like our podcast, you want to support us, please uh, end up buying a shirt from us, hopefully. Who knows? That'd be it's very good. nice of you. Uh, Nick at Empirical Designs Design It. We're going to post it on our Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and that'll that'll be it. You can follow us on Facebook at, at Blue Shirts Breakaway, Twitter at Blue Shirts Break, uh, Instagram at Blue Shirts Breakaway, and uh, our website is blueshirtsbreakaway.com. That's all the plugs I have. And uh, I had a great weekend. Greg, you all good? I'm good, buddy. All right, cool, man. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a long-time tried guest. Not, and not, not named L.I. Joe because he will be in Japan for Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, sure. Whatever, yeah, buddy. We're not even friends, even though I hung out with him all weekend. Uh, I don't right. think you're friends. I don't really think we're friends. I don't yeah, we'll, we'll see if we have a guest. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. see. That's it, really all I'm going to say. You made it this far of the podcast. Good for you. I hope you enjoyed our NFL knowledge. Somehow we have some of that. Even though I don't watch the games, I know that makes me not credible at all. Thank you for listening yeah. anyway. Yeah. And uh, I love you all. That's all. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.